Welcome to uh, week three of the Man United Forum podcast, where we're going to have a look at this week, big, the biggest game we've had so far, Spurs. Um, not one I can say I'm looking forward to. They're always a tough game, and considering how we've played recently, not one that I think we're, uh, we're going to be too equipped for. But same note, sometimes when we go in against these bigger squads who don't just sit back and they give us that space going forward, we tend to do a little bit better. So maybe maybe that's what we'll see today. But then again, it is Mourinho and he's a defensive-minded coach. So probably not there either. Um, this week, we're joined again by Kirk and uh, by Greg Flanagan. How you doing, lads? How's What's things, Ted? You all right? What's happening? Oh, not too bad, lads. So uh, teams are confirmed for... Obviously, starting lineups are there, which is what we'll discuss now. De Gea, obviously, in nets, hasn't put a foot wrong since this season started. Um, so, no surprises. Henderson on the bench there. That's the way it's going to be until, as we've said, until De Gea makes the big blunder. And mm. then then it'll be questions of if Henderson should start or not. Back four, um, three of the normal back four, Wambasaka, which to be expected, Maguire, to be expected and Shaw to be expected. Uh, but Bailly has been brought in as the partner for the centre-back this time, which I think is what everybody kind of wanted to see. Uh, Lindelof needed to be dropped. He's, he hasn't shown that he's capable of taking that position. And we need someone with a bit of speed in that centre-back pair, and which Bailly does have. So are we happy with that as the decision? Very. Yeah, okay with it, yeah. It needed to be done. Whether it would have been whether it would have been Bailey or uh, Twansaby if he was fit, um, Menji probably a bit too young at the minute to go in. Yeah, I think I think that's a I think that's the biggest issue. I think even Twansaby's he's still too inexperienced to take on a team like Spurs with the likes of Harry Kane. And well, I was I was hoping that he wouldn't be playing Son, but he he has he has been made fit so. The fact that we have at least someone with a bit of speed in the back, in uh, in the centre back position, gives me a bit of hope that we might be able to uh, to control the likes of Sun running in behind a little bit here, because uh, God knows if we had Maguire and Lindelof, they'd run rings around the two boys. Um, uh, look, looking at it, the way the the way Live Score have it set up, uh, looks like he's going out onto the where he's going to start out on the left to go up against Wambasaki. It'd be a tough tough battle up there for him. It it is, but you know, like even if uh, even if he was starting out there, he'd be cutting in behind the likes of um, Lindelof and Maguire. So I'm happy that Ole's made the decision to use Bai. We just have to hope that obviously he uh, he can keep himself fit enough not to be taken off within twenty minutes. Um, <laughs> I think this is his best run of games. I think, and that's not saying much at all. That's how how shocking. Yeah, that's how injury-prone he's been, yeah. But if he yeah. can stay fit, like I know we were saying that we need to sign a centre-back, but if he can stay fit, maybe like if he could stay fit and wasn't picking up these injuries, like maybe he mm. is, like I think he is okay to have him there. It's not... It would almost be like a new signing because you'd almost, you'd almost forget about him. He's been out that, that much with injuries. Um, it's the right call. Like I think John Murray is going to hit on that little triangle of doom, if you want to call it that, was... Uh, Maguire, Vic, and Matic just in front. It's just too slow. There's nothing dynamic yeah. about it. There's no turn of pace at all. 
they're getting roasted like you know any half yard of pace um and they're just left for dead at all like any kind of hitting one type player son is the one that will you know go in those inside channels and he's gonna leave he would have left he would have torn them a new one and himself and kane are just on fire at the moment they're playing particularly well i was hoping that son would be injured as you mentioned but yeah well, see that's the thing like it not not to not be worried about kane because you'd be foolish not to be worried about him but i wouldn't be worried about kane in terms of pace of you know running rings around the, exactly, the center yeah, back so yeah. if son hadn't played i would have been happier but yeah. we're gonna have to deal with that um just in front of them is matic and pogba which seems to be the the two, the two that's you know all i trust in that position and i can see why matic has He's been good in that position, but as you say, the legs kind of mm. are what um what let him down a little bit in that position. Just you know, I feel a little yeah. bad for bad mountain there because last week he was probably um our best midfield player, probably even maybe man of the match. I'd say um he done very well, you know. He did, yeah. Brutal, um, <laughs> and we we uh, all I, I had win. I had McTominay as our, probably our best midfielder last week. Mm, he's done all right, yeah. He's well, done well. Got himself, he got himself about. Got himself mm. a goal as well. Oh, well, you see, that's Matic. the one thing that McTominay brings in that Matic doesn't. Is he has that that youthful energy and there, and therefore like that bit of speed as well. But Matic brings a better reading of the game than McTominay. So I think oh, that's what I think that's what's always gone for here is to um to have uh, someone with a bit more of a level head and a bit more experience to try yeah, and definitely, yeah, in a big game like this, I think you need something like that as well. A bit of calm, a bit of composure, even if the legs aren't quite there. You know, body says no, brain says go, type thing. Um, yeah, I think I think he'll uh, he'll he'll be all right today. Um, and as you say, I think Bailey recovers with that little bit of pace. Hopefully, should be enough to, to keep Son quiet. I just hope he doesn't do something stupid, one of his idiotic chack- tackles or something, and put himself out for another six months. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. This is it. That's the way. Um, the front four, obviously, the same same names as always: Greenwood, Fernandez, Rashford, and Martial. Mm. Um, Martial hasn't really gotten any service in either the last two games, but mm. I think we need to start seeing something from him soon because yeah, and with Cavani now as well, apparently yeah. into the door, it's looking like possibly uh, that could be a done deal in the next few hours. Does he start feeling a bit of, uh, under pressure? Um, yeah, exactly. So I, I, I don't put the the blame fully on Martial because as as we've said, there there hasn't really no. been the service to him, but. Something needs to change. Like the service needs to start coming to him, or he needs to start, mm. you know, picking the ball up. Not sometimes he's coming too deep. He's coming to the halfway line, but he needs to start taking the ball at maybe like just on the edge of the box or just before mm. that, and start running mm. at players. He needs to get himself into the game because he's mm. just he's a ghost in a lot of these games, and we can't afford that with any of our players. The problem so far, as you say, he's been dropping far too deep to collect the ball. Like, geez, that was that ridiculous. I just can't believe. I think it was on the opening weekend um, where he was back at centre half to collect the ball practically from Harry's toe, and it's like, oh, for feck's sake! Like this is ridiculous. He's yeah, not used there to us there. You know, he's not used to us there. Um, yeah, I can see the annoyance from him that you know he wants to get the ball so that he can try something, but you can, getting the ball there is no use to you. You know, you need to be. This is it. Because sure, what are you going to do with it there? You can't score from there, so. Sure, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get to see the the most of the Palace game, but uh, from when I watched the highlights and whatnot, I don't think he even touched the ball. No, yeah. he, was, he was a ghost in both. Yeah. Um, Brighton, Brighton, I think he had one chance, did he? I mean, yeah, he put it wide against Palace. 
he should have had a chance and mm-hmm. that was the fault of McTominay to trying a, a fancy little flick with the outside of the boot rather than just a pass but you know mm-hmm. as I said that was, that was the one at the, the out by the edge of the touchline it was pass. yeah and it's mm-hmm. just it's a, it's silliness but you know it's inexperience as well but mm-hmm. he needs to get yeah. himself into the game for, hopefully Fernandez starts hitting a bit of form here because he's been fairly brutal the last Last couple of games, and the same for Rashford. I thought Greenwood's mm. actually been okay. Like I, you know, mm. I, I can't really fault Greenwood for too much, but Fernandez and Rashford have just not been, haven't been at the races at all. So, no. tell you what, though, the ball from Fernandez last week for Rashford's goal was brilliant. Yeah, yeah well, as we said, yeah, Rashford's He kicked on a little bit in the second half. Uh, did Rashford? Um, it was nice to see that bit of confidence. I, I, I think I speak for everybody when he did that cutback when he ran and ran and I think it was Martial to his right. I think it yeah, was he probably should have just given the ball to Martial. Oh, yeah, and I was it. about to scream at the TV, just square it, square the fucking ball and he done the tuck in onto the other foot and then he smashed it home and you're thinking, thank fuck he did that. Yeah, at least it went <laughs> in. They like... give him a boost of confidence, you're hoping. And he did seem a bit more lively, a bit more confident getting on the ball and attacking the back line after that. But mm. my heart was in my mouth just up to that point. You know, Kirk would have needed a new TV. Oh my God. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, you can't take Fernandez off because he'll come up with those moments of magic. Like, yeah. obviously, the, yeah. the penalty, like, that's a lot of pressure to take. You know, mm. it's literally going to be the last kick of the game. So it's a lot of pressure. Mm. And he, he didn't, you know, he doesn't bottle it or anything. So mm. it's not, I'm not, not calling for him to be taken off, but just he needs to, needs to be a little bit more proactive in the games for me. Um, I think it's his passing. I think Borden in. Yeah, the passing's know, been a little focused, bit questionable. A little bit crisper, you know. And yeah, and it might just be fitness. A bit better. But, you know, it might just be fitness. But mm. if it's not there this week, I, I suppose I kind of let that slide a little bit. But then we have the two weeks off mm. for the international season. But when you come back from that, you better be fucking ready, lads, because... Mm. That's five weeks into the season and you better be fucking ready. And we're getting into the Champions League games then and yeah. the nitty-gritty of it. I always, they, they open a few weeks, the four weeks, whatever it is, five weeks up to the Champions League. I never, you can't take it too seriously. It's when the Champions League games start. That's when you're real yeah. bread and butter with your seriousness of the season. You can really start to feel, you know, you're in, you're picking up through the gears then with fitness and form and that's and when you really need to start performing. That's where you're going Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Wednesday, exactly. or Wednesday, yeah. Sunday. And yeah. then you've got the you've got the Carlin Cup mixed in mm. with that or whatever they want it what was it called now, the Carabao Cup. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mickey Mouse Cup. Yeah. But um I still yeah, wouldn't mind winning it. <laughs> yeah, well like mm. you know, winning winning is winning, you know. Uh, I'm happy to win anything. But now that you know, we've moved into this sort of this sort of area, like obviously there's talk of signings and stuff coming in, but the bigger thing I wanted to say is that, like, obviously we've we've signed Van der Beek and he hasn't mm. started in a Premier League game, and mm. he's looked good in the two games he has started, which are Carabao Cups. Is it long before we see him break in as a start? Because I think that's a a bone of contention for some people that maybe he should be starting over Pogba. Uh, absolutely not. He should be starting. Well, maybe not this week, but definitely the next game. Um, he he looks a step above most people with what he wants to do and, and where he wants people to go. He, he's quite happy on the ball. Um coming from deep as well. It's it's a it's a good threat to have. Like he probably he probably should have had a goal against Brighton in the cup. He had one in his first game, all right, it was a tap in, but he still had to score. Um, he took that really well he did, have to say, yeah. yeah. Right back across the goalkeeper, but uh 
Now he he looks he looks head and shoulders above everyone for confidence, fitness at the minute. Um, like to be honest, I'm surprised he's actually not starting tonight. Today. Yeah, I that's what I mean. I'm kind of surprised he isn't starting, but at the same time, maybe maybe Solskjaer just feels like bleed him in and that he's a better option to have coming off the bench. Like you need a good option coming off the bench. So is, is we, have, we have the pop- best. We have starting the best young talent in the world coming off the bench. Yeah, but no, like if you, well, if you're starting, if you're starting Pogba, and then things don't work out, it's better to have Donny coming off the bench than and the enthusiasm and the energy. And... Yeah, then have Donny start, and then if things don't work out, bring mm. Pogba on, who might not might not bring that enthusiasm. Maybe he will, maybe he wouldn't, but you know, it depends. I suppose it depends on your outlook. If you think back to our opening game from the lockdown it was Spurs and yeah. Pogba didn't start and there was no uh, there was no major complaints about that and he came on and he was actually fantastic in the last 25 yeah or so he done really well penalty. Penalty. Um, maybe it's all he's thinking that he done well quite recently against them and I, he keeps on echoing on about sentiments that he's not fit I don't I don't know like is it fitness I don't know I don't really know he just doesn't seem to be you know, firing on all cylinders, definitely not at the moment. But then again, I can not many of our no players are really yeah. at the moment. Um, maybe it's last chance saloon. I don't know. First, you know, before he gets that bollocking and, and says, "Look, you need to start performing." I asked you to, whatever. Yeah, you your second done pick it. now. And I need to give Donny a run in this team. Um, I think if we, God, I hope we don't. Jeez, obviously, I don't want us to lose. But I think if we lost, the pod starts. I'm not saying it's only his fault. That's, that's, I'm yeah, not, but I, I think, I think this is four. his last chance. I think this yeah, is his I think last chance as a starter. And the result doesn't follow through, and the performance as well. I think he's very much he's got his neck in the noose then at that point, and it's hard to argue. Um, and we could start seeing Donny then as you know getting more regular starts at that point. I think people are just being a little, little bit over eager with it as well. We have to remember what four games we're in. You know, yeah. it's the first big game of the season as well. We're looking at probably at least somewhere between a 50 to 55 game season. We have a long, long way to go. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm not panicking about the fact that he's not yeah. starting, but I do think, I think there is a bit of jumping, you know, like we've signed him, why isn't he playing? But that's not, not all sign and start, you know? That's it. I think that's a, it's a common thing in, in recent years as well. A lot of sports are too overly eager. Like we get somebody in the door and they, but okay, we're. I know it's only. And I think it's made it worse this summer because he's the only signing at the moment. Yeah. Everybody wants to see him, and then when he does come on, he gets the debut goal. And when he has been on, he's done well. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying otherwise, but it is a long season. Just cool the Jets. Let's see where he is by say Christmas. How many appearances does he have, and how he's being handled? It's fairly early days, and that's not to say that he shouldn't be starting. But it's still just very early. Yeah, let's just kill the Jets and show a bit of patience so you can see where we are. That whole thing with the with the agent talking, saying, why isn't he starting this, that, and there's a lot of shite. Well, agents just need to shut their mouth. They're not, that's not their job. Their job isn't the manager. This right? is it. Yeah, I didn't you're, like that. You're an I'm agent. Not... You're not a manager. Just shut up and let, let, the, let the team play how they're playing, you know? And it undermines the manager as well, regardless of who it is, whether it's a Jose, a Louis van Gaal, an Oli, a Moy, yeah. whoever I, it is. It if if I was a player, I'd be absolutely fuming at my agent. I'd be like, would you shut yeah. up? Like, you're only making matters worse for me. Like, I have to go and train with all of those boys that you're slating. Like, would you just shut and up? And my boots haven't even barely got muddy yet at this club, and you're yeah. in you now gobbing off about the club. Yeah, uh, don't just like, say nothing. Like, no. if, it, if, 
you know, if I've been here six months and I still haven't been given my chance, then yeah, maybe bring something up, but not, not this early. And I do wonder as well, I'll cause a little bit of contention here now, I wonder if it was Rayola now coming out with these comments about Pogba then saying something to that effect. There'd be absolute murder all over the There floor. would, yeah. You know There'd I mean? be absolute murder. There's one other person that's standing on the bench here that, you know, I think it'd be remiss not to mention in Mata. Um, obviously, we've said before, you know, he's getting on in the years, he doesn't really have the legs, hmm. but the, the two games he has played, both in the Carabao Cup, um, obviously the first game's Luton, so people could say, ah, oh, well, you know, we should be beating them handily enough. And the second game's Brighton, albeit not the strongest Brighton because they didn't start all their best players. But he's he's probably been the man of the match in both of those games. Is like, is that what we're really missing? It, show, it shows how bad we've really been that he's played two games and got player of the month. Out of four. <laughs> it was yeah, but is he, is, is, is he the type of player we're missing, you know? Is not, that, not, is, not in this kind of game, no. no uh, I'm, not say, I'm not saying Mata specifically, but that oh, Mata yeah. type player. Yeah. Is he what we're missing? Because the games where he's played, you know, the first one's Luton, so people can write that off. But the second one's Brighton, who we struggled against. Mm. And yes, okay, they don't play their strongest team. But now you bring in, you bring in Mata and... We didn't really struggle against them in the Carabao Cup, you know. We were quite com- mm. we were quite comfortable with them. The, the mm. creative, the creative nature that Mata is, is yeah. he, he brings everything into play. He's not he's not the quickest, not the biggest, but he's not afraid to put a tackle in. Really, I think everybody ever player seen with him. just the the brain for the creative flair seems like that seems to be something that we're missing at the moment. Well, I, like mm. as good as as good as Bruno is, uh, I still think probably uh, creative wise, Mata's. Ahead of him, yeah. Is is phenomenal. Like when he was at Chelsea playing playing that number number eight role for Chelsea or number nine role for Chelsea was uh he was phenomenal. He came to us and it was great. Like if he has if he was two or three yards quicker, he would have been nearly priceless to buy. Mm. Rather than um, uh, like people were saying he wouldn't settle into the league when he went to Chelsea first and things like that. That man was too good not to settle into the league. Yeah, no, he, he is quality and I think I just I think that's currently kind of what we're missing because you can see when he does play the the whole team seems to be that bit better around him. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him come off the bench at say sixty minutes if we're if we're in need I, of a goal. I personally don't see him coming off the bench today, to be honest. I, I if we're in need of a goal I can see him I can see well, someone like Greenwood being no, taken off no, and there's no striker on the bench. I know, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, again, I think again, I think this yeah. is I think this has been I think this is, you know, Martial, your it's all on you here. And I think the Agallo not being on the bench, I think that's might be possibly a sign of He's gone. Ivani. Um, well, yeah, he's he's gonna be playing it in three months anyway. He so is, yeah, exactly. So I think this so. I think this apart is just from, a sign of apart from his first sorry, Ted, uh, apart from his first ten games, he's been absolutely awful. Hmm. Well, he, he he's even struggling against the weaker sides like Yeah, he doesn't I get a huge the... amount of game time either though. Like I think mm. I think it's fair I think it's unfair to, to put too much blame on him, but at the same mm. time, he's not he was never a big, big name striker, you know. He played mm. for Watford and then like he had a good season for Watford and then he was he was gone. Like mm. don't forget he had, he had two or three good seasons for them uh in the championship. Yeah, but he came up and did it in the, in the league for the first year and a half. And then he was very. I think he was very close to joining us at Arsenal. Mm. Yeah, and then he went and off. Then he went to China. 
yeah. So you know, like it was a strange was, transfer anyway back in January. It was, when, it was know, a bit of a, it was a panic one because obviously Rashford and Martial both had injuries at the time, and I think that was yeah. just he was willing to come. He wanted to be at the club, and we were like, right, mm. let's go for it. But um, just just before we go into kickoff, which is uh, four minutes away. Mm. Um, the position that we're in in the league at the moment, obviously not great, one win, one loss, but mm. um, it's not like other teams are, like Man City haven't lit up the league. Like if we win here now, we go ahead of them. No, so it's very weird. As, That's for, what as I'm bad, for as bad as we've been, a win, like, and I'm not expect, like I'm not saying I expect us to be winning these, like this game straight up, but a win here does, you know, it moves us quite a bit up the table and with a game still in hand on everyone bar two teams, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so as bad as we've been, I don't think the doom and gloom is essentially where it needs to be. Like, we ha- like yes, we've it's been bad, early. but results, results yeah. aren't, you know, like the results aren't the worst. Like, obviously, the first week, the result is bad, but mm-hmm. we've only played two games, one good result, one bad result. Uh, neither good performances, but if you're winning with bad performances... Let's be fair though, that first week, all right, as bad as we were, if the Hayes penalty save stood, I think we would have went on, kicked on in that game and, and got something from it. I, I think we would have won. We would have, and we argued that on the podcast as well. Like if we The fact that did, he had to retake it was a joke. Yeah, like, it was. It was it's, a joke. It's, it's, un, it's unfortunate, but like, it, it, like technically it is. The rules the are the rules. Yeah, mm. but like yeah. at least they've looked at the penalty rule and they have changed it now they've told mm. referees to start using some common sense that like that know, was mm. that was one of the worst even jamie carragher said that was one of the worst penalties he's ever seen given yeah well, the, the worst one i've how, seen how, how can you run with your arms down by your side i think i think the worst one i've seen was the one mm. given against spurs that week against doherty where the ball was kicked at his foot yes less than yeah. a yard away it hit his foot and it bounced up and yeah. hit his okay. arm like it, it's you'd crazy. Have, you'd have to have no arms for that not to happen. You have to literally have no arms for that not to hit you in the arm. <laughs> it always reminds me back to the Duncan Ferguson thing with the referee, and he was taking the piss with the referee. Like, how do you expect me to jump? Like, yeah. But like, how do you defy physics? Like, to get momentum, you put your arms up. You have to. So yeah. it's bound to hit your hand every now and again. Like, if it's ball, if it's hand to ball, obviously penalty. Ball to hand, and from like what a yard, or even less than a yard, like it's just crazy. But there's no common sense at all. The refs, the refs have been told to start using a bit more common sense yeah. in it. So crazy. Well, how do we feel, results boys, today? Are we confident? What are we thinking then? I'm not confident, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be positive and say the fact that we seem to do well against these bigger sides because they give us that bit of freedom up forward. That this will be the game where Bruno does kick in, and I think I don't think we'll keep a clean sheet against these, but I think I think two one is what I'm gonna go with here. Score draw for me. A what draw, Greg? Sorry. Score draw. So one all, two all, my guy. Okay. Uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards a draw myself or if we do win I think it's just going to be a terrible not so much a boring I just think it'll be, I don't know how to describe it I think it'll probably 1-0 to us I think I don't know well I mean I don't a, draw wouldn't be the, a draw wouldn't be the worst result against mm. this team either you know like yeah they're in decent form like you know um, as I said you Kane and Son are right at, at the moment um, 
So, yeah, it's a draw wouldn't be the worst. A win and loss in a draw for the start of the season wouldn't be the worst. But, you know, I can picture it now on the form. All hell will break loose with that. Um, I actually think if anybody's going to really stand out, I think it might be Rashford today. I just have this feeling he might kick on. I don't know. It's like this feeling he normally plays well against yeah, I'm just hoping that this is the game where Bruno kicks in and then we get to see Martial mm. getting the service. Mm. And that that's what I'm hoping for here because they'll be right. given that little bit of freedom up front. But uh, kick-off t- is just about to happen now, so I'll talk to you at half-time and hopefully we'll be coming in here with with positive positive, positive vibes. Know. But oh, on, God, who knows, right? <laughs> okay, so, first half over... Uh, I'll tell you as well, I've never gone into a first game, half. Game over. Never gone into a first half and been so happy in the first te- like first 30 seconds of the game to being so disappointed by the end of the half. Like That quick early penalty that we got, like, yeah, well-deserved. And we look, and I, I know there's only a couple of minutes in the game, but you know it looked positive we were attacking. And then to go from that to what, what the rest of the half has been, has been an absolute shambles. Captain Fantastic back there. <laughs> Honestly, if I was if I was Solskjaer, he wouldn't be coming out of the second half with that captain's armband off. I'd have gone in there and I'd rip that thing off his arm. You're not allowed to wear that ever again. Jesus Christ. Two goals and you're completely at fault. One, first header back, you leave it short. There's no way the Hay can get there in time. I wouldn't I wouldn't even say he left that short. He didn't even fucking head the thing. Like he's left it that I don't think it even went backwards. It's like a pogo stick. Just fuck me. If you're gonna do it, just make sure, like, just head her directly at the Haya and he'll catch it. But, Put it over the fucking bar. What makes it worst? Like, yeah, what, can't what makes that. it worst is the fucking rugby tackle on Shaw. Then after it, like, he reefs. Yeah, Shaw I was gonna come. I was gonna come to that now in a second. But Unbelievable. The Haya can't come for that because if he comes for that, he's in no man's land. So he has to stay there. <laughs> Because if he comes for that and takes out a Spurs player, he's given away a penalty and he might get himself sent off. Mm. So there's nothing De Gea can do. He has to stay there. He has to has to just stand his line. Yeah. Then Shaw has the chance to clear it. And at the first time I saw it, I was like, what is Shaw doing? Why has he not done that? Then I look at the replay and I was like, oh, he's being grabbed. Then I look at who's grabbing him. Captain Fantastic. What are you tackling your own man for? He's on your team. He's trying to help you. What are you doing? It's crazy. It's crazy. And then within minutes of that, then he's given a free kick away, given a, out a free kick it. in a stupid spot, right? Sli- yeah, in a stupid spot, and then given out a sleep, and leaves uh, Eric White. Well. Yeah, it's, it's a great ball by Tame, but spot. I mean, how many times do you see a free kick get given away, and the player on the team that gave away the free kick picks up the ball, like they physically pick it up to let yeah, their team get back in time. shape? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, to get yourself back in shape, but no. He just stands there, looks at the referee. Wambasaka's in the wrong here as well because he's not he's not alert to it. It's a great ball from Kane. There's no denying that. And I can't I can't fault Boye, can't fault Shaw, can't fault De Gea for that. It was a great free kick and it's a great finish. But that's two mistakes from Maguire. There was so many uh, mistakes. The third one then is Eric Boye asleep, isn't it? With the short pass and he leaves Matic uh, getting clattered. And then Kane scoring the third, and then like the fourth, then is fucking somebody else asleep. Uh, it's oh, just no, he not me, not, he, no, it wasn't even nutmeg Maguire. Shaw playing centre half, Maguire yeah. goes across, he gets nutmegged, and then Shaw, Son tipped it through his legs. Yeah, third one, Son t- just 
it's like, a good goal from Sonny. Yeah, I, have, I have to wonder why Shaw's the only playing fucking centre half there. Well, we've had this you're, problem. You're, we've had this problem left, every game. For some reason, no, our, our no, no, left and right back are in centre half positions always. Yeah, but sometimes they took across, but he was centre back. The ball was in the middle of the pitch. He should have been out of his full back position. Yeah, yeah but what yeah. to do with him coming across the cover there? He yeah, was standing they, as a centre back. Yeah, but this happens all the time. Like you, you mm. constantly. Like I'm guaranteeing you watch the rest of this game. You'll see both Wambasaka and Shaw in centre back positions for like half the time. Like it, they shouldn't be. But for some reason they are, and that needs well, to be drilled they out. Ju- with they them. just have it there on Sky Sports. Shaw's man marking Lamella. I know, yeah. I don't know that's, why. That's where that led to. Like, I, I understand when when there's an attack going on, you took it across. But Jesus Christ, that ball was in their defence when he was playing centre back. Yeah, mm. it's it's Fuck me. It's absolutely mm. disgraceful. But then it's just the the hey for that third goal. A little bit questionable, you know. It's a it's a great finish from Son, and I, I don't it, think it's not it's not Meg De Gea, and you can say maybe De Gea should have that covered, but it's not something you're expecting. I had uh, to, he had to come and spread himself. It was he does, yeah. You have to you have to make yourself big. So again, I don't put full blame on De Gea for that. Like we're four 0 down. I actually and I can't I, put any blame on De Gea here. No, not, I not absolutely, a, I completely and utterly, my heart is going out to De Gea. The, on, the only thing, the only thing I could have seen there was was it the first goal he might have got out a bit quicker. The second goal when so, the second goal, the second goal. Yeah, maybe he could have come out a little bit quicker, but he comes out you a bit quicker. Here's the thing: if he comes out the sun. Lamella's on the other side of that box with no man yeah, marking exactly, him. It's yeah. just going to go across. You have to, you know, one way or the other, He's if he comes out, he's in the wrong. If he doesn't come out, he's in the wrong. He shouldn't be put in that position, like, for that second one. Like, yeah. like half the defence, two out of the four, were absolutely dozy. They were out yeah. away with the fairies. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. De Gea's, the people have been calling for De Gea, you know, for his head. And he's conceded not, every not game. And he not... Not in any of the three games that he's played, even though he's conceded three in the first, two in the second, and f- four here. The back four are doing him wrong. Like they're completely he hasn't, doing him wrong. He hasn't. He's been he, like the none of this four, is his fault. It's absolutely the, disgraceful to see us get battered around this badly. Like the back four have have always been his fault, and he's kept us in seasons, not just mm-hmm. games. He's kept us in seasons. The, the, the question has to be asked, I suppose, here now is what has gone wrong with that back four? Okay, we had our moments last season. We weren't that bad. You think back to the over the over um, a bigger sample size of the whole season of last year. We ended up with the third best defence in the league, and that was with an underperforming De Gea, a player that was lacking confidence. So, what has happened, I suppose, with that back four in the last month, two months? Is it because this Harry Maguire thing in Greece? Is that does that have his brain completely rattled? Is he open? We brought this up on a few of the podcasts. Yeah, it, it, it could possibly be. I think. I think what's happened here is if you watch the attacks that come in, they're not coming in from the left side anymore. People have found the other out thing that it's a John waste of time coming down. Well Don't bother is... coming down the left side. Come down the right. Come down the right side against Shaw. Like their right, our left. Like nobody's coming down against. Uh, mm. Wan anymore. They're just, you know, that mm. side just doesn't exist to to teams yeah. who want to cross the ball in anymore. We've been well, discovered. Stay away from that side. I think now we'll tell us. Well, I hope that, he doesn't that, decide that he's, improve he's, it. I hope he doesn't decide to ring his agent and be like, "Hold on, no, I'm not signing for them." <laughs> I yeah. wouldn't fucking blame him and Cavani and the rest of whoever's but, thinking about it. Well, like, I tell you what, if we were ever going to sign a striker, we have to do it now. Yeah. 
But it, no mercy out for three because they can't they can't appeal that. Right. That red card the, was shocking. No, and here's sorry, the thing. that was a disgrace as well. Here's the thing on that red card, all right? Martial is in the wrong. Okay. We have yeah. to put that out there first. You, you don't react to that. It's soft. Lamella, though, it is soft. It is, it is soft, soft, but we all know it. You cannot react to that and you definitely can't slap a player in the face. Martial was foolish and he gets but the a red card. But the point is, he got a slap in the face. So if we're getting a slap in the face, he should be yeah. sent off. It should yeah. be two red cards. That's what I was going to say here. That's what I was going to yeah. say. Martial's in the wrong, so he gets sent yeah. off. Fine. Don't do that again. You've learned your lesson. Lamella doesn't get a red card. What else does he not get? It's a yellow. Bizarre. What else does he not get? A yellow card. What else does he not get? The man has simulated. Mm. Honest to God. Honest oh, to, be- to God. A two-year-old would mm. hit you harder than what Martial hit him. Exactly. And he's yeah, gone down, it's- holding his face like he's been punched in the face. I'm telling you now, if I was Anthony Martial and I was shown that red card and he's still lying on that ground... I am booting him in the mouth because if I'm going to get the red card, I'll get it. Give him a reason I will to be boot down him there. as hard as I can in the mouth and I'll go, there's yeah. a reason for a red card. Off I go. Good luck to you. Can, you that can't is a do that in today's game. I know you want to, but like, you can't. The only thing I can think of there is that he, he has to face a retrospective ban. But like, here's the thing. He's, he's, picked up a, he's picked up a yellow now. Lamella has. No, but he picked mm. up a yellow for something else. Yeah, yeah. So, he yeah. Be, so he even if he be, wasn't he taken be, off with a red, he should have got a yellow for... For yeah. that elbow on Martial. Now he can, he can be retrospectively banned because he didn't face any punishment. Yeah, but sure, a, retro, a retrospective ban doesn't matter. Like, I know it's killing us now, but I don't think it would have mattered. I know the game was going very similar in, in terms of, like, say, Brighton with all the chances that we were conceding. And I've no, again, it goes back to that original conversation that we had with the Palace game where we all three of us said that we, we didn't mind losing. But when you get decisions like that that kill the game off, like with the penalty and De Gea supposedly coming off his line or whatever, this is another one of those situations that when we're 2 1 down and it's 11 v 11, we still have a chance. But with the red card, it chance. kills the game. Yeah, now and here's here's part of the thing. Even at three one, we do have a bit of a point. Uh, yeah, as you say, Greg, we have a chance. I like to even get a point out of it. And we well, were saying three one, we have enough of the point. If you're ten v ten, if you're ten v ten, you have a better chance than if you're ten v eleven. Yeah. And but here's a man that's that's still on the pitch for simulation. Yeah. He's picked up a yellow that should be at the very least a second yellow, and mm. he's elbowed another player in the face. Right. And now, yeah. You always like when you're in the box and there's corners coming in. You're, there's always this kind of pushing and shoving. That's fine. And why is that not a penalty? All right. Mm. If you're gonna oh. if you're gonna give the man the red card, why is that not a penalty? He's fouled a man in the box. Just that's a penalty then. It's not. It's not a penalty because it's an off the ball incident. So it would have been an indirect free kick. Mm. Either way, like you can't. Like that's a discredit. And Vars even looked at that and said Lamella hasn't done what's worse about it is you can see him put his arm in his chest which is fine but then you can see him move mm. it up mm. like you yeah. can tell exactly what he's doing yeah he's and he played him very well but Mar- if Martial mm. was smart there he would have threw himself to the ground well I'm telling you if I was a United player I'd be going up the other end every corner and I would mm. do exactly what Lamella did every single one of those Spurs players put my arm in their chest elbowed him in the mouth one of them well, touches me down like a shot, and I'd be going over to that ref, and I go, "That's a red card, straight now." The thing, as I said to you, that worries me just before you came onto this call is like, what has gone wrong in these two months? The, the players' confidence just looks completely shot. It, they, they, 
when that I think it was the third or the fourth, and I think it was Harry, he absolutely screamed Old Trafford down. Did you? I don't know if he's picked up on it for fuck's sake, he screamed out he did another one yeah. or something. I think well, sure, yeah. he's at fault here. Like he's the I know this is it, like see. that's the worst of it. This, this man's the captain of our club. I know, like, I get all that. Right. I get all Bruno's that. I'm just, I'm Bruno, just... gone off. Have they? Bruno's gone off anyway. I think it was Pogba the first one. Bruno's gone. Uh, yeah, it looks like Pogba's gone as well, I think. Yeah, he's just, he's shoring up. He just wants to make sure we're not embarrassed here now. Oh, he's great. Not even, Lucas not, has come on as well. He's not <laughs> even. Lucas Mora. Oh, my God. Po- <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm on flash score here. I can't see any definite subs. No. Like, okay. so, Solshire's Solshire just decided, like, this game's gone here. from him. And... I'm just going to try it's and make damage sure. Control. It's yeah, damage, damage control. control. Now, he knows, listen, we don't have the players to, to do this. This is... If, you're, if, you're, if, if I was to ask each of you like, to put your finger on one thing like as to what's gone Lamella, on... Lamella, came off, Lamella came off for Lucas. Mm. That's smart by Mourinho because he yeah, knows that... The, yeah, exactly. He's yeah. not even just protecting them. He, he knows mm. the United players are going to target him. Mm. No, but that's what it is. That's what he's protecting them. He's taking them yeah. off. He's on a yellow... Mm. But Lucas is probably quicker. Lucas is probably better all round than than Lamella is anyway. Uh, if if I was to ask you here now, like what's gone wrong? What would you like? What what do you think it is? Is it the players turning on Ali? Is it Ali losing control of them? Is it the players speaking out and unhappy with the board because there's been a few sentiments? Well, to me, to me, is it the uh, Maguire thing in in Greece and he's not concentrating? Like I said, it, I said it to the lads in the group chat. I said, uh, to me, it looks like I think the board were gonna get rid of Oli when he didn't get top four. That's why they haven't backed him, and now it's like he done a great job. Right, I was an Oli out guy, and he done a great job to get that team, whatever they are. I wouldn't even mm. call them a team at this stage to the top four and mm. three semi-finals. Mm. I mean, he deserves it, but he's not gonna deserve it when he gets the sack here. Uh, mm. The club haven't backed them. The, the players are good. They should be good enough, but they're not. They're not performing. Now, whether that's down to them not wanting to play for him anymore, or he can't get them motivated, or they can't get themselves motivated, uh, is a is a different story. The Maguire thing, I'm to be honest with you, I would have I would have stripped them. Uh, if I was Ali, I would have stripped them there and then and been like, yeah, doesn't matter. If he comes it looks out, really it, bad though if Oli does that. Sorry to put it across you there. It looks really bad because what within the last 12 months he's just made him captain and then 12 months later you're coming back and saying no, not captain. It doesn't captain. matter. Yeah, you didn't expect him to go and do something stupid like that. Now, I understand the fight <laughs> wasn't the stupid bit. It's the bribery bit. Now, I know the Greek. I know the Greek. The Greeks are all fucking corrupt. Fuck. No, fuck no, anyway. I don't, I don't want to, like, I don't want to get too far into that because, listen, that's... That's his own personal life, and yeah, that can affect the game. But that's not been the problem here. He's he's just been found out as you know not. I don't a think he's defender. been that bad. Though. Like as in, as this is what I'm going back to. Then, like last season, okay, he had his moments, and he did. And I've never, and I said it right from the point when we were linked with him that I was happy enough to to save eighty million and stick with Chris Smalling because I saw the two of them in a very similar, um, if you want to say, quality level. I don't think there was a huge. You know, we weren't for eighty million. We weren't getting fucking Maldini or Barese for eighty million. We certainly weren't. We were getting a minimal. No, we panicked. We panicked. Yeah, we were getting a minimal improvement or near I said it. quality player. Shane Duffy, bam! That's who we should have bought because at least that man can hit a ball on target. Well, whoever we are, I was even thinking Ake at the point, but he's having his moments at City as well. Maybe he'll come good in time. I don't know. He got he got but, dropped he, yesterday, didn't he? Yeah, but it. again, yeah, an know. English player. What, like, mm. there's literally Maguire 
and Duffy are the exact same type of player. Except mm. Duffy's not English. He'll cost I you think we went for Maguire. I think we went for Maguire as much for his attitude, if you will. I think he is a very solid pro. He's a good lad, great attitude. I think he wanted to be here. He had the experience of playing with Mike Phelan at Hull. And I think that was as much as anything. And the price tag just what it was. It is what it is, you know, and they just said, we'll cough it up. He's better than, or as good as what we have. I think his improvement, or his attitude will be an improvement and start steering us in the right direction. No, I'm not saying that's good enough for United. We need to be looking at more, of course. That's not good enough for any, that's not good enough for any club in a top, in And that's in why I said I prefer to the keep Premier 80 League. million. Yeah, and that's why I said at the time, I prefer to keep the 80 million rather than, you know, 80 million on there, there, but it's the same quality of player. Yeah, I just no, don't know waste, what has happened in these two months. I think the players, for me, the players, and the, like a few of them have been quite public about this, that they feel signing need, signings need to be made. And oh, I last think, week. Yeah, I think mm. this is possibly a bit of that. But at the same time, listen, lads, I don't care. Get out there and play football and get out there and win games. I'm I not do. saying it's... Like, I, I think it is the players. I think they're very good. I think If you remo- re- uh, rewind back to when Jose got the bullet, okay, I know the players weren't happy with Jose, but I do definitely think there's a lot of unhappiness with the board as well. Um, oh, yeah. yeah but that, doesn't ma- that doesn't matter. You're unhappy with the board. You're unhappy with the manager. It doesn't matter. Don't Say get- it. Say it in the press. But when you get on that fucking pitch, doesn't matter what your problems with anybody else are. You're on that pitch, you're in that jersey, you're there to fucking play, and you're there to fucking win. I don't give a fuck what your problems are anywhere else. You fucking put that jersey on and you fucking play to win. Don't try and make all that. Don't try and make a statement about the club when you're on the pitch. Make that statement off the pitch. Make it on Twitter. Make it on Facebook. Make it on Instagram. Go to the press. I don't care. You do not do it on the pitch. Roy Keane had a problem with this club. What did he do? He did an interview. He said that his problems were there. The interview got taken down. Did you ever see it in his performance on the pitch? No, you didn't. You never saw Roy Keane let up on the pitch. That's a professional. That's how you... Pe- and don't get me wrong. I know this is it. And because of the lads are... Again, I know they're young and we... It's very, it's an experience. There is no leadership there. There is none. And I think not, this is... Not one bit. Problem. You, know? you don't need leadership to do that. That should be your own personal thing. You should be going out onto that pitch and you should be playing. They're not. This is the point. They're not doing it, and they don't have it. They don't have that leadership. They don't have a keen type. They don't. You don't have... need it. You don't need a leader. You do not need you a leader. You do need that. a leader. No, you instance. don't. You're a fucking. Yeah, you're sorry, a person. Ted, but you're not going to get a Paul Scholes to, to turn it the way that he is without the right the right Keens and the Cantona's there. You need somebody to guide them through that. Scholes yeah, but this, is, this isn't even. This isn't even them. the dressing room. But this isn't, you know? even the, this isn't them needing leadership. Like, yes, we do need leadership as well. But them going out there and not performing because they're pissed off with the board or they're pissed off with the manager. That, there's no leadership needed in that. Oh, that's my your fucking, God. Pogba, what are you doing? That's your fucking mm-hmm. job. You go out and you do it. <laughs> that's your fucking job. You go out and you do it. There's no need to tell you to do it. But look, that's that's the way it's going, Ted. Like, you know what I mean? Rightly or wrongly, that's, that's what's happening at the moment. Like, you know, and... Well, this is where, where we're think, lacking with the players, like you know, and this I is. I don't know if he's having on, lads. Yeah, I do. Five. Fucking it's five now, and it's Paul only got. It's an absolute shambles for that goal. It's another <laughs> mistake, eh? Uh, uh, we watched the man run off the back of him, like literally runs ten yards off the back of him. 
All right, well, we'll we'll end it there, lads, and we'll go watch the second half for all I our sorrows. Jesus, this. this is uh, disgraceful, but we'll go watch I, the second half, and I'll talk to you at might, the end of this. I might, I might turn it off in 20 minutes and watch the NFL. Oh, jeez. Oh, I'll chat to you then, lads. Oh, time result, 6-1. None of us were even close in what we predicted. Uh, that's only because I think none of us wanted to look at it. we'd score. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we did say we'd score, and... We scored early and that was about the only part of the match I was actually happy with. There was maybe one or two, like Bruno's pass to Rashford that hit the post, I suppose I was... It was offside though. Yeah, I suppose I was relatively happy with that, but other than those two moments, I can't think of any other part of that match that I was happy at all. The entire the time I was just like this. The full-time whistle. Right. <laughs> Even at the full-time whistle, I wasn't happy because I was like, I wish they'd just go back to the start of the match and just start it again, like... Mulligan, two over, something. That Hit the was, reset button. <laughs> I, I like, and I know Neville said it on the commentary and stuff a few times that you know, even big clubs have results like this and stuff sometimes, and it just feels worse now because it, it's in the like it's it it is happening right now. Like we've had bad results and stuff, but, but to be honest with you, there was just, there wasn't there's, and it, it's strange to say this because. He conceded six goals. But the man of the match in that was De Gea. And no, I, I, Kane deserves the man of the match. No, so, well, I'm, the man of the match... De Gea did nothing wrong, don't get no, me sorry, wrong. If you, it, don't get me wrong. If you're going to give man of the match as in terms of like, we're including the Spurs players, all 11 mm-hmm. of them go ahead of every single one of our players. But I'm only talking about United players here. Mm-hmm. The only player on our team that I could even think... Like, if we had to give a man of the match to one of our players, it goes to De Gea, and the man conceded mm. six goals. Like, that's how bad everyone else was. Like, yeah. and, very, and very nearly saved the penalty. Yeah. yeah. But that's what I mean. Like, what other time, in, like, what other match have you ever watched where you could say the keeper conceded six goals, and yet he was the best player on the pitch? That's how bad the, the team was. Like, mm. Donny didn't do a whole lot wrong on the from the time he came on but I mean the game was well and truly over before he got on I mean well if anything, if anything that, that game shows anything Martial kind of have a three game ban now now either they play Greenwood up top or they sign Cavani and he goes straight in well the, the problem that I brought up with now and it just goes to show you how badly things are with the club and it's not any one layer of the club it's all layers of the club that are wrong we're now possibly in a situation where we've got Oli with one foot out the door because we've had oh, an no, absolutely I... shambolic start to the season. And the whole wall, I fucking said it on the forum, and I don't give a shit, the likes of Git and David Stevenson and Grainy and whoever else, all just Oli out, Oli out, Oli out. Yes, the manager is culpable here. The book will stop Oli, and we all know that. But is he solely to blame? No, he's certainly not. There's so many layers at the club that are just wrong at the moment. The point I'm making is that we're on. D-Day tomorrow, the transfer deadline day, and we're trying to struggle to sign to get a few players across the line. And it's as much probably to appease Oli and the fans to keep people reasonably sweet, but it's not going to do it at this point. And what is the point in buying these players then for a manager that you are possibly considering sacking or who could even if you're not thinking about sacking him, you have that doubt. I think we've all got it. And I am, I've been very vocal about supporting Ali. And I've no, I don't feel embarrassed by saying that. It's the right thing to do. There's no problem with supporting him. 
But you're in a situation now where you've got 24 hours to, to get players across the line. And are you going to go out and buy them for a manager that could be out of the door with it, what, by Christmas within three months? He could be, he could be out the door tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah, and that's how close it is, Greg. You've absolutely hit the nail on the head. For all we know, Ollie could be out of a job within 48 hours. And we're talking about buying in players now to try and to keep supporters happy. What's the point in buying them then if we're going to be looking at a new manager? Well, this is what thing. I said. If you, if, you, if you sign these players in now, right, where are they? Where are they going for the next two weeks? As well, they're not, yeah. They're, with they're, the not, training with the they're the not training with the team. They're gone yeah. off on international break. So you've signed these players... Now you come back into the, the league after two weeks and they haven't had, like they, they've had one, may, maybe one training session with the team. That's, it's too late now. Mm. You know, th- this is the problem with these, de- like this last minute signs. And, you know, sometimes things go wrong and, you know, the signing only gets through on, on the last minute. Sometimes that happens. That's not what's happened here. We just haven't bothered until too late in the day. To, to and, 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 that, and that goes back then I don't, you, you've seen some of the messages from John Murray then in the private in the, in the chat then he's saying the same people that are the most vocal today about Ollie being a fucking cunt and clueless and a cabbage and he was never good enough are the same fucking idiots and that's what you are if you are listening I'm sorry but you are absolute idiots then because you spent the whole summer slating the whole board and saying they're not good enough and they've dropped the ball for Ollie this that and the other but then the minute you have a game or two that's bad, that's not good enough, you're then going off on one then saying that Ollie's clueless and he's this and he's that and he's the other. You that's can't have exactly. it both ways. Uh, I, I, was, I was very pretty much an Ollie out guy and he, he turned me around. But uh, this was this He deserved the summer. He definitely is. And going into this season after getting third and three semi-finals, we kind of touched on that at halftime. And I, well, that, yeah, that's what I said to you. I said, yeah. I, I, I thought he was... I think the board were going to sack him in the summer. If he didn't get the the top four, uh, and then they were they've obviously had fears, and that's why they haven't really backed them. So and and the thing about it is, uh, and, and and just to pick your brain, maybe here, Greg, a bit. If you look at the performances after coming out of the window, it, it actually looks like the players played for him. That they wanted to keep him in a job, and I do mean, I mean, Ali, when I say this, that the players performed. They came out of the traps really quickly after the the, the COVID lockdown. We had some smashing performances, some great results. We okay, we limped across the line at the end, you know, um, and we get third. There's a suggestion there, and it's fair enough to think that the players want to keep Ollie there, but then all of a sudden, then when we get there, it just seems like it was all for nothing now based on the opening five games of this season. Is, it would be kind of touching on at the half time there. Is it because they're pissed off that the board are letting them down? No, I'm not saying that's right. But I, don't, I don't know. I think, it, I think a lot might have to do with like, I think it was was it last week or the week before when he said, uh, I'm not here to keep people happy. It seems like a lot of players just kind of down their tools a little bit now again. Um, like certainly today, after the, the, the second goal and the red card, everyone just gave up, right, fine, whatever. But mm. like he, he came in and he was the real nice, smiley, happy, happy-go-lucky guy. Everyone, some people call him a yes-man. Mm. Um, to me, he came in and he was saying all the right things. He did the right things. I just like haven't seen him at Cardiff. And all right, it's not. It's probably not hard to win a league over in in Norway with with a team that has arguably probably the best players or did mm. at the time. But he never really showed anything. And he he does to me. He doesn't seem like he knows how to to change a game. And then he he like he had that formation at the start, and he came in where everything was going great. Then he decided to change it up. And then everything went to hell. Now he's coming back and he's bringing in players. His transfers have worked really well, but 
I think now maybe he's been found out again. Maybe not. Maybe the players just aren't playing. But when he gets the sack now, whether it be today or in four weeks' time, if we lose another two games, I don't think it's going to be justified, to be honest. I'm getting like a lot of stick on the form, I'm getting a lot of tags there, and all all people kind of saying like you know defending them in um, when it's it's not justified. It's not. I think when I'm looking at it at the bigger picture, I I think you're kind of hitting on it as well, Greg. There, I, there is bigger problems behind the scenes clearly, and whatever we feel about you know money spent and whatever else, there's enough talent in that team that should have been performing fair enough. Hundred percent. But 100%. if 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 we get Pock or Allegri. It's just got to a point where it's rinse and repeat. It very much is that it seems like 200 million is the magic number. And you're either challenging for the league minimum or you're winning it. Or you're clueless, you're a cunt, you know, you're deluded, you're not good enough. And the manager has to go again. We need to try something new again. It just, it just, it's in a, a rinse and repeat cycle now at this point. We're on manager number five, you know, in seven years. And we're, and we're looking at doing the exact same thing again. Um, yeah, on this, like, is is Ole to blame for what happened today? Not a hundred percent. No, he's not. Should yeah. he get the sack based on what happened today? No, he shouldn't. But there's no there's no saying that there isn't some fault at his feet. The defensive shape is a shambles, and. Although that does fall on the players as well. Like these are professional athletes. They should know how to defend. They should know where they should be. And they're not there, right? It does fall on the manager to also say that. Like you come in after the game last week against Brighton. I saw it. Everyone else saw it. For some reason, both Shaw and Wambasaka are defending as if they're center halves, right? You come in from that. You have a week's worth of training before this game. Somebody should be saying to them, stop doing that. Get, stay in your position and let the centre-halves deal with their problem. Yes, sometimes you're going to have to float in there and cover them. But you shouldn't be standing there. And Shaw was standing there. So many times today was Shaw in the wrong position. Uh, like There was times where... I think, I think David... Why, uh, is he a left-back? What is he? What is he meant to be? Because he's meant yeah. to be a left-back. And when... Jose was the manager. People got annoyed because they were like, Jose came out and said that he doesn't have a football in brain, and they were like, oh, it's just negativity from Mourinho. And I had that stance originally because I didn't it like, I didn't like him publicly slating it. But the, 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 bigger, like the bigger pitch now and the bigger and sample size, I think look, he seems yeah, to be right. And I think this is Gary Neville hit on this. He said Ole is not going out publicly and fighting the board. He seems to be trying to do it. You know, behind scenes, mm. he's he's trying to fight to get what he wants. Whereas Mourinho mm. tried that, it didn't work. And then Mourinho was like, well, there's only one way for it. I'm going to come out mm. and I'm going to be public about it. And everyone mm. hated him for it. Everyone hated him because they were like, he's just slating our players and it's negative and it's this. And it is negative. But I think it's a that, lose-lose situation in I fairness. Think, I think, think that shows, it. yeah, I think that shows the level that even a manager like Mourinho had been put to where he was like, I can't even battle this back, like just behind the scenes because all the blame is falling to me. So I need to become public and I need to say, this player isn't good enough, this player isn't good enough and you need to sign someone. I need a new centre-back, I need a new left-back 
And I'm but going in fairness, Oli is doing that as well. And he's come out at the end of last season where he said he needs reinforcements. When he went out of the Europa League, he just said, I just don't have the squad players. I don't have them. So that's him doing it in a, in a polite way. He, he didn't do it as... Um, as brashly as... Yes, yeah. he, he wasn't as unprofessional, but if you want to like, say th- that. Th- this is the thing that people said, you know, Mourinho was just negative and that, you know, he was just complaining for the sake of it. He wasn't. Like, and it, it's shown now that, that that's not the case. Like, Shaw isn't good enough. Shaw just does not have the brain to play at a left back. He needs to be like he needs to be told what to do constantly. And that's mm. not good enough. You can't play at a top, top team if you don't even know that you're you're the left back. You should be playing left back. You shouldn't be playing centre back. Mm. And I, I said it I said it at half time, what happened that people have started to score on us more? They've stopped attacking down their left side, which would be our right side, because they can't get past Wambasaka. So now they're coming down the other side where they're coming up against Shaw and they're getting past them all the time. All of the goals today, barring obviously the penalty, uh, what side did they come from? I know, four to five, yeah. This is what David Dent was saying. Another point that John brought up as well is then the the soft centre. You know, we had, and it was... North Chase, it was that was softer than anything I've ever seen. Everything, any pass went through the middle, was gone 10 yards, it could go two yards. There was nobody near any of the Spurs players. Yeah, and I think- for all their limitations, Fred and McTominay, they did offer us a bit more uh, residual. Yeah, there was a bit more. There was something more about that midfield. I think, and if you want to fall Ollie on something, that's re- I suppose really something that you could pick at and say, why did he break that up? You know, Pogba came back after the lockdown. He gets into the side. It's not working with him there. And it's basically, now that we've got Bruno in there as well, I kind of said back to John, it's a double-edged sword in that when we only had Pogba, he was the only creative outlet that we had in that final third to set up, you know, Martial or Rashford. He was double-team most of the time as well. Exactly. And that's the reason why I'd often defend him. You know, okay, he wasn't a fucking superstar in a lot of the games. And I've never said he's a world-class superstar, but yet I'm getting tagged in these comments saying, oh, yeah, you think he's world-class? No, no, he can be. He has that ability to be, and this is what's frustrating, but when you've got a singular outlet, shut that outlet down and you're probably laughing. You're, you're more than likely onto the three points, and that's what happened in a lot of the games, and we were dropping points. But we needed to bring in a Bruno, and it's gone the opposite way now. We've got to accommodate Bruno and, and Pogba. I think and the only option that we have behind them, arguably, is to put in there whose legs are gone. And it's soft. It's not, it's not working at the moment. I think I think it's harsh to say a little bit harsh to say on Bruno that he's a luxury player. He's had three bad games here, and he's in a bad run of form. If he improves, because when he first came in, it's not so much on him individually. I kind of get what John's no, saying, as in like you can't. I, yeah, you have to kind of play the two of them. You do you have to play I mean? two. You do have to play two. But if Bruno plays the way he did when he first came in, he does all the creative work, and he's not a luxury player now. Recently, he hasn't been doing as much of the creative work. Like he's had a few decent passes here and there, but his passing seems to be a little bit off. Mm. I don't know if is that is that just fitness or is it just a lack I, I, of focus? I just think it's when you play the two of them, it leaves you that spot in behind. It might, it, it, it might, it, it might be that too. But I think mm. in today, I think in today's game, in regards to the center being too soft, I think when that second goal went in, things were still okay. Mm. And then they were, yeah. Up. And then the red card happens, and, and then Marshall. Marshall and then Martial yeah. gets sent off, and I think you could just see it in the players. The game was gone to them. They, like they just, mm. and you know sometimes that happens. And even like I know, like I'd be very outspoken about the fact that these are professionals and they should be able to get over that. But the truth is that at times, when things just don't go your way, your head 
your head can just go down and then a third goal went in and then a fourth goal mm. went in. And I think some players' heads just were gone. And I would say that's probably why Bruno got hooked here. And people ask why was Bruno hooked over Pogba. I think Bruno might have been hooked because he, he could have just gone into that dressing room. He said, I don't have I don't have the head for this game anymore. Like you need mm. and like we like I'm not saying that is what happened and we'll never know because it's never going to come out as to what happened. I think it was just very much damage control. He's the, I think, he was I think it was damage control, most. but if you're going to talk yeah. about damage control, would you take Bruno off or would you take Pogba off? Because you could take either and he went with Bruno. So I'm just giving a reason as to no, I know. possibly like, I think, why it was Bruno yeah. rather than Pogba. Now Pogba, once he came, like once that half started back again, he was at fault for the fifth goal. And he's mm. at fault for the sixth goal, the sixth goal, the penalty. Because why is he sliding in there? Mm. Like yes, he's already he's already committed to the slide, so there was nothing he could do about the fact that the player was going to go over him. But he shouldn't have been sliding in there. It, that just shouldn't. It, it was a foolish tackle. And again, he's been piss poor. He's been absolutely piss poor. Not a shot before him. He's not been good enough. Yeah, he's uh, not a defensive minded player. But that's that's still no excuse because even going forward, he wasn't good today either. No, I get that, and I. I, I, I it's it's a tough one because as I said to you, like John, John suggested, then maybe doing a switch around as input and Pogba as the further forward, uh, the, the furthest one forward. Uh, Bruno, you know, more uh, slightly deeper, you know, in maybe a six type role, and you know, uh, Van de Beek put in the Matic type role. I don't know, like it, I, it, I it, think the, the nucleus just Pog- isn't working. I think it's Pogba comes out. And Donny goes in. I think Matic That's is the fine. simple one you could go with. And I've no I think, issue with I, th- that. I think Donny's Donny's needs to come in for Pogba. I think Matic can stay there. And if you need to take him off, you can put Fred or McTominay on. I'd put McTominay on over Fred myself. But I'd do that and I'd leave Bruno where he is. I and then when you're going to make your sub and you're taking Greenwood or Rashford or Bruno or Donny off, then you can bring Pogba on. But I I don't think he should be I don't like I think you should start either Bruno or Pogba and Donny because I think mm. I think I think that is the way to go. I think that's the way forward and I don't know like maybe it's just a thing of um, Solskjaer just wanting to bleed Donny into the team a little bit or or whatnot and maybe when we come back from the international break that is what we'll start seeing but I don't think you can start both Bruno and Pogba in that formation. He he's made the call. Like it's kind of funny. John kind of touched on it as well. Like you know, midweek your man Eric Boy has a, a decent game, you know, in a cup game, and yeah, he's doing all right. But then all I of a sudden, people were posting here as well. Yeah, but like if people are posting, it's that sentiment like on the group. Then oh, he's the answer to our centre half problems. But he was at fault as well for at least two of he, those plays. He's well. he one hundred percent not the answer, but he's, he's not still, the answer. He's still, no, he's still better than Lindelof. He's better than one of the. It's better than having Lindelof and Maguire, because at least you get some sort of pace. Like when we were when we were two one down before that, the corner where the red card came. He, he was, had a chance. I no, know, he, he my... was he was he was the one to header the ball clear when it was crossed in from the other side. He then blocked it from going in on the line. And then he blocked it a third time to put it out for the second corner. And then the red card came. So, you know, it, it shows that he was there. He was in the right spots and he was doing the right things. He didn't have a great game. But again, he's better than having both Lindelof and Maguire there. Because, yes, for the third goal, he was in the wrong. He should have, he should have been in front. Of, he should have been on the right side of Son. Which, but at the same time, if you had Lindelof on, Lindelof's always at fault for that. He's never on the right <laughs> side of the man. So, And would Lindelof 
have blocked all those shots. And maybe it you just feels say, like the lesser, like the lesser of two evils. It, 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 really. it, it is a bit of lesser of two evil, yeah. evils. But would Lindelof have blocked those shots? And if he hadn't, right, then we'd have gone three one down. But there wouldn't have been the corner where Tony got the elbow in the face and then slapped Lamella back. So you could say that as well. But like the truth is that I think Boy put in a good shift here, uh, even though he was mm. at fault for what, like definitely one of the goals, maybe mm. two, but. I, to me, to me, he's not the like, answer, even, but he's an improvement on what was there. Even the first goal, uh, or the was it the first goal? Yeah, the first goal. No, the first goal, the header where he was headering it around. He got two headers and a chance to clear it as well. Mm. I know Maguire misheaded it back to the keeper. And then tackled like he, fucking shot. Then tackled shot. But like, why he could have got that a bit further out as well? He mm. could have, yeah. The, yeah. But I think at the end like, of the day, like, don't, don't get me wrong, like he headed it back and he talked grand. Like, you thought, oh, I said that, head that back to the keeper there. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that because I'm a big dope. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I think it, I think it's harsh to put that one on Bay because he's he's done something that should no, have worked. No, I'm not, I'm not, that I'm not should work out as I'm well, saying. and he he has to be able to trust mm. the people around him to an extent. Mm. No, I'm not. I'm not backfired. trying to put that on him. I'm just saying yeah. like, he could have done a bit better there as well. Mm. Yeah, like, I think... he could have. If he headed that to the edge of the box, right? You get you get your chance and you get reset as quick as he can, you know what I mean? But yeah. he could never he could never have imagined uh Maguire not re- making that back to the keeper or even mm. trying to take it down and get it out of the box. Yeah. I think you know I mean? mo- most most times when international football comes up I'm not really looking forward to it because you know it means no Premier League. But after you today's result after today's me. result I'm delighted that international football is on for the next two weeks and I don't need to watch that and I ho- the only thing I can like this is the only positive I can say is that I hope when interna- once international football is finished, that well, so, the players so, come back with a different frame of mind and that they're ready to start playing again. It'd be yeah. interesting to see now in the morning's papers and stuff like that. Is oh, it going to be? Is it going to be um, a whole narrative of transfers getting players in? Or if 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 my memory serves me right, if you remember, we got. Uh, we were nearly spanked by Newcastle at home and we turned it around. We were losing 2-1 and mm. it was actually Pogba, I believe, wasn't it? That scored two late goals or at least a late goal. I think it was in Lukaku possibly. And we ended up winning that in extra time. But in the, mor- in the morning of that game, going into an international week, there was strong rumour that unless Jose won that game, he was going to get the bullet. Yeah. It's gone back two years. So I'm just kind of wondering, it feels, again, it's this thing where I keep on saying it just feels like rinse and repeat and we're going through the same thing over and over and over again as a club and it's just not improving, it's not working for whatever reason. I wonder, will the narrative be in the papers this morning or tomorrow morning about, you know, it's time for Ali to go, Ali's going to get the bullet. But that, I think that's going to be a harsh. weird narrative. On yeah, the, I think, on, I think on, it would be harsh for him to, day. I think it would be harsh for him to get, get the bullet on this because... Mm. Although there is some things that I do admit, like yeah, he's in the wrong here. Like he, that defensive shape needs to be fixed, and he needs to get those defenders. He needs to sit them down and t- like, mm. and in no uncertain terms, tell them you just need to fucking stay in your positions. Like let's say this mm. this crap of being out of position all the time. But like I don't that- think I don't think today's result can be put fully on him either. I think the players weren't weren't there today. I don't know where they were, but they weren't. They weren't on. They weren't on that pitch. The heads were long gone at uh, after the sending off. Yeah, they were. Once the sending off happened, and then the third goal came. What a minute later, two minutes later. Yeah. Today's game reminded me a lot of the um, the Manchester derby. Remember, um, why always me, Balotelli. Yeah. Uh, And wasn't it? Was it Johnny Evans that got sent off? Johnny Evans got sent off. Six one. Yeah. 
And we were in the game. We were losing it. It was 2-1, I think we were losing. And it was just before half-time. Johnny Evans gets sent off. It goes to 3-1. And then after that, then was, we just... It's was Evans sent. not sent off about the 60-minute mark in that game? I think Could he was. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think we were. I think we were already down about three or four one. I think it was three. I think it was three one, and then mm. Aguero picked up another couple, and then was it uh, the fullback or the it was a collar off or someone got the, the last one. I think Bal- yeah, did Balotelli was, not get. Balotelli got the first one. Balotelli got the first hat trick anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but it kind of reminded me of that. Had that kind of same vibe about it now. Obviously, yeah, but no, Aguero, did Aguero not get the hat trick? That doesn't fucking matter who got a hat trick <laughs> back then, does it? Like, that, it's that, the kind of game you block out of your mind anyway. Jeez. That game, that game hurt more than that one today. Mm. Like Gary Neville saying, this one's worse than the six-two. No, it's not. No, mm. I, no, that that is not. Gary Neville didn't say that this one is worse than the six-two. He said this one feels worse because it's happening here and now. And that was my point earlier that this has happened to us before. But this one just feels worse because it's it's happening right now. You kind of it's, you kind of it's, you, it's, it's the accumulation of all these things that are going wrong. Like yeah, well you also kind of block you block board. out yeah, you block out those list. old results. You, they're gone. Like you forgot about them. You've moved on from them. This is happening right now, so it feels the worst because it's raw and it's it's. But if you if you current. look at it, every every team every team has had it. Like we beat Arsenal eight two. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Um, City City got beat by Middlesbrough eight nil or something. Mm. Eight nil or eight one or something. Just before, yeah, 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 yeah. Just after they got bought over when they had Joe and Fred and, mm. and Stephen yeah. Ireland and all. You know what I mean? It, it happens to everybody. I think Liverpool mm. have lost big loads of times as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. It happens. But yeah. um, yeah, a game week not to remember. And <laughs> yes, I'm not coming this... on the podcast anymore, lads. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I hadn't done the podcast this week because there was no positives really, other than the fact that we scored one goal at the very start of the game and the only positive for me is that uh, there is seven and a half hours of NFL on from now till well NFL doesn't matter to a Man United podcast so. <laughs> that's the only positive uh, I've got from today um, it's yeah. beer o'clock for me I'm going to need that after that yeah. for bad, yeah. bad week and hopefully the last of them in this current run but unfortunately mm. I don't think it will be but no, we'll be back in three weeks mm. for the next game and I keep saying this at the end of every podcast but hopefully it's a more positive one then <laughs>